0: Okay, so this is a list of the things that I fear the most the great contemplation. Number one, the dark. Number two, divorce attorneys. My divorce attorney was fantastic, by the way. I mean, it's literally become a very close friend. Number three, having somebody I really love fall out of love with me. Number four, loss of a loved one's life, God forbid. Number five, a lack of communication with my own children. When you go through a divorce and you get a little bit of he said, she said, uh, there could be some alienation. And then in fairness to the kids, if the situation is very stressful, they could want to pull away or check out on their own for their own self-preservation. So, you know, that would really be a rough one for me. My kids from my first marriage are 26, 23, and 19 respectfully, boy, girl, boy, and they're getting up there, and, you know, I think they ask you for specific adult-like information and advice, but not 100% connecting yet. Number six, financial insecurity. So that comes from my upbringing. You know, my mom and dad, uh, we grew up in a middle class area, primarily in a blue collar enclave on Long Island. And, uh, you know, you, you you would have never predicted my financial, economic, slash intellectual outcome coming from that neighborhood. No way. You, know, you would have said, okay, this guy's going to the sheetrock business or the plumbing business. You would have never thought I would be a hedge fund manager. So financial insecurity is one step around the corner if you grow up with no money. Number seven, violence. We have definitely gotten less violent. You know, Steven Pinker wrote a great book about the better angels in our nature. And so I read the entire book and I do believe him. You know, we've become calmer. Uh, you know, his whole premise is like, you know, you're like a primordial piece of machinery. You're uh You're sitting here in this 100,000-year-old piece of machinery. So you have all these primordial and atavistic instincts. And yet, we're reaching a point in society where we're actually secularly transitioning into something more sublime. And so I like all that, but I do think that there's a hotness or a heat in the system right now where the bellicosity of the rhetoric has gotten so intense that people are dropping pipe bombs off at each other's houses. And so to me... I'm not saying that I get up in the morning and I feel fear that something is gonna happen to me, but I do know that there is, unfortunately, and there always will be some level of violence. Number eight, returning to Washington. That could be actually 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 15. I was laughing at the president the other night where he was saying that uh, he thought the real estate people in New York were animals until he got to Washington, D.C., and he realizes these people are a bunch of babies. And so, I mean, they're just the worst people I've ever met in my life. It's changed and colored what I really think of government and what I really think of public service. I mean, these, these people do not serve the public interest. And there's a very good reason why the American people hate these people. And there's a very, very good reason why the American people voted out levels of the establishment and brought in President Trump. Number nine, false accusation. I have been accused of sleeping with people that I never slept with, but the good news is that those people know I never slept with them, so we're both good. But a accusation that's sexual predation accusation, God forbid, and by the way, I'm very comfortable that's not gonna happen to me because I haven't done anything like that. I mean, usually it's people that look like the white Shrek. I mean, this guy, Harvey Weinstein, I mean, looks like a white Shrek. I mean, he's probably had to do stuff like that to get to women. I don't know, I've never had any problem. So I'm not saying I'm gonna have an issue, knock on wood. But what about the accusation? You know, how are you gonna defend yourself from that? Number 10, losing the ability to be useful to my family or the society. I got raised to be fairly independent. I had a paper route when I was a very young kid. I was hustling for dough while I was in college. I was hustling for dough while I was in law school. I've been working in one way, shape, or form since I was 12, 13 years old. And so I'm never retiring. Okay, I like the game. You know, I mean, I don't know if you want to call Dr. Kukurkian or whatever his name is that, you know, was killing people, but I sort of don't want to be here if I'm not really functioning and capable of helping others. So what would be your dream? You die at your desk or something? Like how would this, you know? Well, I, I want to die like Nelson Rockefeller. How's that? You don't know how he died? No. All right, well, he died in bed in Fraudente Delecto. Got it. Got it? Yeah. And they had a haul him out of there. And so that's how I want to die. Is that bad? My name's Anthony Scaramucci. And these are 10 Things That Scare Me. The 10 Things team includes Amy Pearl, Daniel Guimet, Sarah Sandback, Emily Botin, Paula Schumann, and Melissa Chucid. Music and sound design by Isaac Jones. You know what scares me? That when I get home today, my dog is going to have done something terrible to my cat. What are you scared of? Tell us at 10thingspodcast.org.